Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Jamie Hawk about her wedding at the Italy Plaza in Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she planned everything, especially in the time of COVID-19, and how everything turned out. So welcome, Jamie. Hi, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. I would love to start at the beginning and find out how you guys decided to get married at Disney. I have been going to Disney like my whole life. Grew up going there as a child and continued to go as an adult. So when Matt and I started dating, that was one of our first places that we traveled to. And he quickly realized why I love Disney so much. And so before we were even engaged, we kind of knew Disney was a destination wedding spot for us. So we had actually had a huge wedding planned for May of 2021 but COVID got in the way, which is why we ended up eloping in January. Interesting. And was it an at-home wedding? So we actually planned with Diane through Disney Fairy Tale Weddings, our May of 2021 wedding at Italy in Disney. And then as the timeline neared for deposits and postponing and realizing, okay, COVID's not going away, the restrictions aren't going away, it kind of made us start to question if we were really going to get the Disney wedding that we had envisioned originally. So we decided to postpone. And then we started planning a wedding in Indiana for June of 2021. And one day after leaving our venue here in Indiana, I was like, you know what? I don't want to postpone with Disney. I don't know what's going to happen with COVID. I don't know about the restrictions. And I called Matt and I was like, do you want to just use our deposit? And go elope. And so we called Diane and um, I told her, you know, instead of postponing, uh, we just want to go ahead and plan a wedding for just the two of us. And within four weeks, we were down in Disney at Epcot getting married. That happened really fast. Wow. Now, how did that work with your deposit? Because a deposit on a big wedding is pretty big. How did they transfer that over when you don't have a bunch of guests now eating food and beverages? How did that work out? Right. So when I found out that we could get married in Italy without having to wear masks, because that was really important to me, I wanted to know which locations on property I could get married without having to wear masks, since it was literally just Matt and I. She said Italy. So the minimum for that, like the venue fee, I believe was maybe 4,500. So that was actually a big part of it. And then we were able to keep it under 10 for the whole thing because we were able to use photography and a little bit of floral. And then the venue fee basically covered what we had and then had given them already. And then we had to pay just a little extra. I see. Okay. And then the other thing I would love to know about is how you chose the gown you wore. So I actually did not wear my wedding dress. 
at the time I didn't even have my wedding dress with me. It was ordered and not even in yet. So since we knew we were still going to have our ceremony reception in June for family and friends, Matt had told me he just wanted me to wear the wedding dress in June, like in front of family and friends and make that special about that day. So I honestly just got online and started looking up dresses that I could maybe wear again if we went somewhere like a, you know, a charity event or something. Um, and I found one at Nordstrom's on clearance, which was even better. And it, I had it shipped to me and we had it within a few days. And I actually had just, we have twin one-year-olds. So I was also trying to find a dress that I felt comfortable in still. Yeah, it just kind of all fell into place, like I said, in such a short amount of time, but everything kind of worked out. That's wonderful. Now, how did friends and family react when they found out that what they thought was going to be your June wedding <laughs> is now going to be an at-home celebration and you will already be married? <laughs> yes. So we had decided we were going to tell our parents first before we made anything official with Diane because we didn't want any, we didn't want any feelings hurt and we knew it was a special day for them as well. So we told our parents and they were excited for us to make this day all about us and to still get the Disney wedding. You know, it wasn't exactly what we had pictured, but we were going to have a day just about us. Like I mentioned, we actually have twins, but we also have a two-year-old. So our life is busy. So to just be able to take this one day and make it all about Matt and myself, it just made it extra special. And that's what they were excited about. And our friends, when they found out afterward, they were super excited, but they were jealous too because they didn't get to go to the Disney wedding they thought was happening, but they're still excited to celebrate in June. Now for the June celebration, you're going to wear your gown. Is it going to be formal, like with the DJ and dancing, or how are you going to do that? Actually, one of the parts of our original Disney envision for the May wedding was to have dueling pianos because we were going to have a brunch reception and we wanted to have some type of entertainment besides the DJ. So I had been in touch with a company in Orlando to do dueling pianos and they are actually flying to Indiana um, to do a dueling piano show with our brunch reception. So it's, you know, semi-formal, it's a daytime morning wedding. So we basically took our wedding that we originally wanted with Disney and moved it to Indiana in June. And the only thing different we'll do in June is that instead of a ring exchange, we're going to leave that out. We're going to do a wine unity in place of your traditional ceremony. That's interesting. Okay, got it. We were just trying to tie, you know, pieces that were important to us into the June wedding and kind of tie these two special days together. That's a great idea. When I had called Diane and said we wanted to just get away and do this, the two of us, I basically said, what do you, what's the cheapest day I can get married on because I've already given you a big deposit and I'm not trying to plan and spend two more big weddings, but it just, and we wanted to get married right away in 2021. We knew we wanted 2021 to be our wedding year. So um, January 5th was a Tuesday. That was one of the, that was the lowest event minimum that we had for the venue fee was a Tuesday and a morning ceremony was cheaper. So it just, I mean, we, we weren't picky about the day. It was basically like what's available and we'll be there. We'll make this work. 
And did you consider choosing a different ceremony venue than you had originally planned, or did you know you still wanted to do Italy? We knew we wanted to do Italy because that was original, and actually we had planned our original Disney wedding in May of 2020, and we weren't even engaged yet. We actually didn't get engaged until July of 2020. <laughs> I was one of the brides that had the venue picked out before the ring, um, but Matt's whole engagement was he did a whole day of Italian type things. So he tied our venue into his engagement day. So that was really important for us to be able to bring it back to Italy and Epcot. That's wonderful. Now, after the ceremony, did you have a celebration or go to a restaurant? We did. We stayed at Boardwalk and our ceremony was at Epcot. So we made a brunch reservation at Trattorio El Forno on the Boardwalk. And we had breakfast there right after the ceremony. And they provided chocolate-covered strawberries with, like, a cute little just-married plate. And we had mimosas. So we, I brought my bouquet to the table and made, like, a little centerpiece. So, like, we just had fun with the day. Like, we knew it was nothing formal. But to us, it was, you know, it was all about us. And we could do whatever we wanted. There were no expectations. So and we wouldn't change anything. That's wonderful. Did you guys have a cake? We did not have a cake through Disney Weddings. We had actually gone to Disney Springs a couple nights before the wedding, and we stopped at one of their bakeries and got a mini cake. It was like $17, and we just went home that night after the wedding and had champagne and cut the cake. And again, it was just like all in fun because it was two of us, and it was just this mini cake, but it was still, you know, a little bit traditional. So we did not do your typical wedding cake. But we did find a way to still have a little cake cutting. Can you talk a little bit about your decision to add two premier portrait sessions inside the theme parks to the elopement? Since it was just Matt and I, and we weren't focused on a lot of the other details that usually go with your typical wedding, we knew we wanted something to take away from this day. So we knew experience was what we were all about. And the photo shoots in parks was exciting and fun for us. So we planned a photo shoot at Epcot because that's where we got married. That's one of our favorite things to do is walk the showcase when we do go on trips there. So that's how we decided on Epcot. And then Animal Kingdom is actually Matt's favorite park. So I thought it would be fun to surprise him with a photo shoot there. And the morning of our wedding, Stephanie had actually found out that we were able to be photographed in Pandora which was a total surprise to all of us. So we were actually one of the first couples to be, or the first couple to be photographed in Pandora at, Man at Animal Kingdom. Ooh, that's exciting. Do you have any recommended locations? Stephanie and Jacob did a fantastic job. I was kind of just like living in the moment and she said to go where and I did. And, <laughs> um, but then the Tree of Life was really cool too. Oh. We just did those two parts of Animal Kingdom because they were close in walking distance. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how your wedding day fit together? I had to be ready for hair and makeup at 3.30. Stacy Otto, who was amazing, um, came to our room, and Matt actually just stayed in the room that morning. Again, it was just the two of us. We didn't have, he didn't have anywhere to go. And so at 3.30, we did hair and makeup. And by 6 o'clock, Stephanie was picking us up for photos. We went over to Animal Kingdom. We were there for about an hour or so and then headed over to Epcot and did photo shoots 
around the countries we did UK, we did France, a little bit at Morocco, and then on our way to Italy, we stopped at Japan. So then by that time, we had our ceremony at 9 a.m. Um, with officiant Catherine Amundi, who I would highly recommend. And then by 9.30, 9.45, I would say our ceremony was over, and we did a little bit more photos around Epcot, and then we had breakfast by 10.15. So it was early morning, and we were like the pressure was off by 10 a.m. and we could just enjoy the rest of the day. That's wonderful. Now, when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention and budget? And did those change between the big wedding and the elopement? Yes, because I didn't have to focus on all the extras. Like, I didn't have to worry about all the food and drinks and the cake and decorations so my focus was really where do we want to get married and that was Italy so I was okay with that venue fee and then I wanted something to remember this day by physically so we focused on the photo shoots because you will never forget being the only ones in a park early morning and being treated like celebrities and then we'll have these albums to remember the morning of and then also with Catherine, we incorporated a hand fasting and she made a like a hand fasting ribbon and we tied the knot so it was a part of our ceremony that it was a little bit extra and personalized to us. So we focused more on experiences as opposed to the little details of decor and food for our our day. Got it. Okay. So what were some of the less important aspects? You mentioned floral, food. Mm-hmm. So I would say floral and decor was the next big thing that I could have focused on. And so for floral, I did have a bouquet, but I chose to do a bridesmaid bouquet as opposed to a bridal bouquet that kept the cost down. And I didn't need something elaborate because we were traveling and I didn't want to have to worry about bringing things to the ceremony or bringing them back. And then Matt had a boutonniere. And those were the only two things that we got from floral. And we added some hidden Mickeys in there, which I actually took out of my bouquet and kept to put into my June bouquet to kind of, again, tie the two days together. But other than that, I mean, I think our day was like so short and sweet that there wasn't really much that I could focus on when it comes to your typical wedding reception choices, because we weren't doing a cake. We weren't, we didn't have guests. We didn't have entertainment. So my selections were limited anyway. Got it. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day? So we talk about this day a lot and there were so many cool aspects of the day, but I think my favorite memory actually was, you know, we had been out since 3 a.m. We'd gone and done the photo shoots. And then all of a sudden we were in Italy and the violinist started playing. And Matt and I chose to walk down the aisle together. And it was just one of those moments where everything just kind of stopped. And it was like, wow, we're actually getting married. <laughs> like we've been up for six hours and now we're finally doing this. And I don't know, it was like, it was just so surreal that it's a moment I'll never forget. And I'm so glad that that moment happened because it was it was like we were just stuck in a moment of time. That's wonderful. 
And actually, when you mentioned walking down the aisle together, something I see people ask a lot about elopements is, what did you do with your bouquet when you got to the altar if there were no guests to hand it to? <laughs> yes. So I had asked that question too. And there was actually a little a table up on the, I don't know, like the island that we stood on in the middle of Italy. So I actually put it right on the table. And because of COVID, I had to be the only one to touch these types of things. So I put it down on the table. And then when it was time to walk back down the aisle, I picked it up and it really wasn't as awkward as it might sound like it might be. There wasn't that much extra movement going on. And did you guys still pick specific songs for your entrance and things like that? So we picked A Million Dreams from The Greatest Showman to walk down the aisle to. And then after we walked down the aisle to Better Together by Jack Johnson. Yeah. Now, it sounds like there probably wasn't because the day was so simple and streamlined. But was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? Okay. If there was, I don't know about it. (laughs) But no, I don't. There wasn't. Like, I think everything actually turned out a lot better like everything was a lot easier the flow was so much better than I kind of envisioned it wasn't as awkward as I thought it was going to be because it was just the two of us like I thought well it's just the two of us but with the team that I had built around us I felt like we were surrounded by a small group of friends even though I had just met them that morning with like hair and makeup and photography and our officiant that's wonderful was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then it turned out not to be? Getting up at 3 a.m. to be ready for hair and makeup by 3.30 seemed like it was going to be really tough, but it really, it really wasn't. Once Stacy got in the room and we started talking, it was like old friends just hanging out and getting ready together. And you quickly forgot that it was still dark outside and, you know, the entire hotel was still sleeping. <laughs> so, no, it was, I mean... That was probably the one part that I was like, oh my gosh, we have to do this. But it was not as bad as it sounds, and it was totally worth it. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I think I would have just done it this way to begin with, as Mm. opposed to stressing out about a big wedding. I mean, it was just so easy and so fun that I think I I would have done this from the beginning. That's interesting. Okay, so then do you have any tips or advice about this for couples who maybe are planning a large Disney wedding, but it's going to fall under the COVID restrictions and they're thinking, I wish I could just elope. (laughs) Yes, I say do it. Um, I say you need to be flexible because things are different and you might not get exactly what you thought you wanted, but that can change. You know, I thought I wanted this big morning ceremony, brunch reception, 100 guests. But really, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm still doing that in June. So it is a little different. But I think you need to be flexible. But at the same time, you need to remember that this day is really about you and your partner. And you still need to do the things that you want. You know, so don't hesitate to ask the questions of are things available or what else could you do? Because there might be things that you can have happen that you don't even realize. So flexibility and still keeping in mind, like, this day is all about you would be my two pieces of advice. That's great advice. 
Well, Jamie, I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's interested in having an elopement at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you. I'm happy to talk with you. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>